Bald Man Campus is presented by QuickBooks. New business? No problem. Success starts with the Do-It QuickBooks. Learn more at QuickBooks.com. That's QuickBooks.com. Bald Men on Campus. With Jay Billis, LaFonso Ellis, and Seth Greenberg. Welcome to Bald Man on Campus, Final Four edition. Can you believe we're at the Final Four? I'm here with Jay Billis and LaFonso Ellis. And uh, you know what? Look, I'm looking outside. It's pretty blue. You know what I mean? Like, it's like snowing. It, it's <laughs> no blue bloods. <laughs> I mean, like when you think about this Final Four, I mean, this is the best of the best in terms of some traditions in college basketball. So let's start with Act Three. I know probably CBS will have that as the second game. We're going to have it as the first game we talk about. Rub those bald heads like crystal balls and take a look into the future. Duke Carolina. Here's my question to you guys. Is it going to be more like the first game or more like Coach K's senior night? It'll be neither. Um, I, I, it certainly won't be like the first game where Duke rolled them because that was a different North Carolina team. I think Duke's different now, too, in, in a lot of ways. But they were they were very good in Chapel Hill. Uh, and Carolina was very good in Durham. And Duke did not play as well as you'd expect, but Carolina had a lot to do with that. But I think it's going to be an old-school Duke-Carolina fight. And uh, uh, so I'm, I'm anticipating a close game. I, I don't think it'll bear any resemblance to the first game where it was you know, decided uh, in the first half. Um, because Carolina is so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're night and day to what they were back then. And it, it, it's kind of like the ACC thing that we've been talking about. So the ACC had three teams in the Elite Eight, almost three teams in the Final Four. If mm-hmm. Miami could have won, they got, they got beat pretty handily by Kansas. But, uh, you know, what does that say about the ACC? Well, what it says is the league underperformed. The teams weren't capable, as capable in the non-conference. Carolina especially – but teams get better, and who they who North Carolina is now bears no resemblance to who they were in December yeah, and January. 100%. And so, like you know, I wouldn't even look at that first team. You know, you'd look at you'd look at the last one and and look at what Duke's done recently to prepare yourself because they, you're looking at a totally different team and totally different players that are much more confident, much more capable, and and much more competitive on a high level yeah. like that that thing before that hubert davis said before the game in durham uh coach k's last home game he had said and i'm sure it was a bible thing but he had said we're going to plant our feet stand our ground and fight and they've shown nothing but fight ever since uh, I, I agree and as i look at the two teams i mean they're so skilled at, at at every position. As I try to line them up and look at look for a weakness, one you guys know how I mean the love affair I've had with Paolo Bencaro. That that dude is it's I'm I'm fascinated by him at 6'10", 255 with what he can do with the basketball and the strides that he's made over the last three weeks and attacking off the bounce and not settling and and making the right reads and knocking down the three ball when it when it's time. If and a it, great pass. Oh, he I think that may be his his. Elite passer NBA skill that dude can flat out pass the basketball. But I will say this as I look at those two teams and know that he'll be matched up 
position for position with Brady Manning. He takes some plays off at times on the defensive end. And if there's one weakness that they may be able to exploit, uh, Manning did a great job moving along the baseline even today. Well, and they were able to drop down some passes underneath. If, if Paolo loses vision and kind of chills out, that could be, you know, Jay, you know it better than even, better than anyone here. Uh, the the disparity in terms of points uh, won when Duke wins or North Carolina wins, with the exception of the two blowouts that I've witnessed, it, it, that margin is so thin, and it could come down to something like that. So Paolo Bencaro is going to have to be aware and not take those plays off because he took a few off uh, last night, but they were in such command uh, on the offensive end that it, it didn't impact the end of the game, but they could against North Carolina. 46 points a game in the paint in the NCAA tournament, Duke. Yeah, and they're not settling for jump shots. Yeah, I so, mean. What would they take? 10 threes yeah, against yeah. Arkansas? Mm-hmm. And the threes they took were all off penetration. Yes. So they've been getting into the paint, especially Jeremy Roach. But mm-hmm. uh, they're not – they haven't They haven't looked like an isolation team yep. where, where at times at the end of the season they did. Mm-hmm. And they're way better defensively. Uh, they guarded ball screens much better. Uh, and they're going to have to guard. A they're lot more of committed to they're, they're more committed to downing all of them right now. Like, yeah. like 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 early on, they were showing or dropping. It seems like yesterday, everything outside that kind of almost in a slot over, mm-hmm. they were committed and did a really good job of downing it and getting off the help on the backside. That's going to be yeah, but that's going to be a little more difficult against Carolina yeah. with their their with ball handling and. and and then, you know, I think you keep talking about the middle of the floor, but I think they're going to run everything out of the middle of the floor yep. because it's going to help, you know, it, it eliminates help. Yep. And the, the the issue is when you park two guys in the corners and you're going to have Manic and uh, Baycott up top and, and whether it's the, the roll pop action they have with Manic popping out for a three, uh, one of those corner defenders can cheat in because you're not going to be worried about Leaky Black knocking a right. three down. Mm-hmm. And you can recover late. He's a late closeout. Uh, so I think you'll see more of that, where, where you're not going to see Baycott rolling into a, an open middle as easily as, as he did in Durham. Another key is going to be Leaky Black with A.J. Griffin, because A.J. Griffin really hurt them in that first game. And he Leaky Black is him my height, 6'8", long arms. And, Jay, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves on the national level of how good of a defender he is. Sure. I consider him to be one of the top 10 defenders in our game on the perimeter. And because teams like to play small ball, he can guard your four as well. And so I, that's going to be a big matchup there. Can A.J. Griffin catch it on the move to try to attack Leaky, because if he's catching, trying to jab him, go by him, ain't happening. Because Leaky's in and under him, and actually had him a little bit scared to put that basketball. AJ's down AJ's putting the floor. that thing down a little bit better. Now. He is it putting it down like better. He, he's yeah. trying to he's trying to put yeah. it down a little bit better. The, the early put down is going to be important, though. Leaky Black, he's turned into a, th- a three and D guy if he can get to three, because you know, like he he's got a chance if he shoots it better. Because uh, he he is a ridiculous mm-hmm. defender. Mm-hmm. I you know, and we talk about you know the backcourt. You know, obviously, RJ. And Caleb Love, Caleb playing with incredible, incredible confidence. I mean, incredible. And getting it in places where he can score against, you know, the backcourt of Duke, depending on how they they match up. Now, Caleb Love against Wendell Moore, a bigger, probably their best perimeter defender in terms of technique and and discipline. I think that'll be a a matchup. I mean, the dude did have 27 points in the second half against UCLA. I mean, you know, I mean, not a bad defensive. Team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. I mean, that that that's going to be interesting work. 
Okay. How about the other matchup? We, we, we talk about Kansas, and mm-hmm. Kansas is also another team that's gotten significantly better. Obviously, Remy Martin finds you know, his, his input, but I, always, I was watching today, and Remy Martin is really, really important because he shot creates, and he can score, and mm-hmm. he makes big plays. Ochai Baji is almost more comfortable when he's not on the floor, it seems, just because they've played together more and he knows where he's getting it from. But forget about that. Their defense in the second half of the Miami game, a team that's hard to play against, mm-hmm. to me, I thought was phenomenal. They they won it defensively yeah. uh, because they guarded individually. I mean, their team, team the defense is really good. They're switching everything. But they really started guarding the ball yeah. and making it really difficult for McGusty and Wong. Uh, Charlie Moore was, you don't want to say a non-factor, but pretty close to it relative to what he had been doing. And look, when Remy Martin's in the game, they get Kansas gets way more offense on the floor. They're giving up some things defensively because Dewan Harris is a vastly superior defender, mm-hmm. but he's nowhere near the offensive player that Remy Martin is. When they play them both at the same time, you know that. You can do that. Um, Look, I think they're going to have to go at times go small uh, against uh, Villanova. Uh, But but David McCormick, I think he can have a big game Mm -hmm. uh, against against Villanova. And they just got to they have to make sure they're not going to get many transition opportunities against Villanova. That's going to be really difficult. But they have to run their offense with speed. Mm-hmm. And like those pitchbacks they make mm-hmm. when they're instead of doing a dribble handoff, when they pitch it, it's a lot harder to switch that stuff. And Villanova likes to switch, switch as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Kansas got to really run offense fast. They can't allow, and it doesn't mean they go recklessly, but run it with speed and and work to get downhill. Uh, because Villanova can make that into a slow game in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And if Kansas allows that, they're going to give Villanova a chance to, to to win that game. Yeah, and you make a great point, Jay. Pay, pace is going to be important. And that's one of the great things about Kansas is they play with pace on misses and makes. And so it's going to be important for them to get it up fast. And on the other end, I think a guy that's going to have to step up is going to be Brandon Slater. Seven games in the middle part of the season, he was in double figure scoring. Since then, he's only had one, and disappear. Yeah, he yes, and I think he's had two. I think he's had two games in the NCAA tournament where he hasn't scored at all. And so, with Justin Moore out, uh, and sorry, uh, I, I told you guys I couldn't even sleep last night after I saw because uh, I knew what it was. Obviously, we we have to be professional and not um, say it until we know for sure, but. Man, I, my heart just goes out for that kid. He's invested so much uh, in the game, and uh, he's so, such an important part of what Villanova does in terms of, you mentioned it earlier, Jay, his ability to be able to defend uh, the opponent's best perimeter player while being able to give you 15 points and rebound and all of that uh, for his team. But I, I look at a guy like Brandon Slater, six seven, long arms, lefty. He's got to be able to give them some offense in his absence. The thing about Villanova to me is they – they're, they're going to have to control the tempo of this game offensively and defensively. The one thing they don't do mm-hmm. is they don't give up penetration. I mean, they do as good. Now, obviously, without Justin Moore, it's going to be difficult because Caleb Daniels probably not the defender. He's not the defender, perimeter defender that, that Justin Moore is. But we know they're going to they're run the clock. You know, They're very comfortable playing deep into the clock. But defensively, if you look at how they defend – they're as physical, just physical a team as there is defensively. Like how they fight the post. I mean, like 
Dixon's ability to try to get guys off their spot in the post. I mean, it was most evident to me when Hunter Dickens, just whomever ended up getting matched up with him, they're so active on the post, they forced the guy to post up just a little further out. Mm -hmm. Switching, Jay, it it is going to be harder because it it isn't a straight exchange. It's not like they're driving the ball at the defender and trying to screen him. They're almost trying to flip it so the guy can get a little downhill run Mm -hmm. off off the flip. But I don't think they'll get spread out except for Ochai I think that's going to be interesting. Like Slater, he's going to have to end up with Wilson, who Wilson has become a a, yes. a key cog. He was good again today, especially in the second half. He takes some pressure off those other guys. If they can keep Kansas out of transition and as quick as Kansas runs it, their offense in the half court, I I think this is going to this is going to be an underrated game. Not very aesthetically attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I am happy you'll be doing radio and I won't be up to sit next to you. Right. But international. Pass to nachos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the international. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big deal in Latvia. <laughs> but, but, but I do think it's I, I, the uglier this game gets, yes. the more, I mean, I know, like, it, it's almost a contradiction because my man Jay Wright looks like George Clooney and his team plays like, uh, what was your role in that movie? The movie with where you you had with the eyes. I was eyes. the good alien. Yeah, you were the good yeah, they, the alien. I played an alien cop in that movie. Yeah, what was I his, missed what, everything? What was the I name of the movie? Uh, I come in peace. Yeah, yeah what was your character yeah. name? He, uh, I was called Good Alien. Oh, no, yes. Hey, 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 hey. Some people, some days he's a good alien. Uh, some days. A great alien. <laughs> he's, he's, he's I not should have been. I, I should be at the Oscars tonight, except for the <laughs> Best Actor Award. My, my you still death, have your card, right? My death scene, yeah, my sad card. My death scene in the back of the car. You you think you cry like Hubert Davis cried after making the Final Four? You should have seen when I, that death scene when my head exploded was yeah. magnificent. <laughs> hey, now it's in reverse. He makes our head explode. <laughs> so just off the top of your head, we're going to do this a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Who you like, Kansas, Villanova? Just off the top of your head, Kansas. I'm I'm Kansas as well. If if Justin Moore were were in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might feel differently, but uh, but I think Kansas gets to the title game, and uh, and Duke is playing so well. It's it's you know you favor Duke in the game, but uh, it, that thing is about as big. Of what a about that flip. game? It would never. It always delivers. It <laughs> always delivers, mm-hmm. and it's going to deliver at the at the final four. That'll be a dynamic that I don't think. Tell anybody, us about it. Well, honestly, <laughs> you'll Seth, be there. Tell us about it. I don't it. think anyone can can wrap their head around how that's going to feel for everybody. Oh my god! Because it's always been uh, regular season or ACC tournament. There was one time that Duke and Carolina could have faced off at the Final Four. It was 1991. So Carolina played Kansas in the semifinal, and I was a grad a graduate assistant coach at Duke, and Duke was playing UNLV. So uh, Kansas, Carolina played first, and a lot of people remember that game because Pete Pavia threw Dean Smith out of the game. I, I do remember that game. Was that and the I game? thought Bill Guthridge was going to kill Pete Pavia after the game. <laughs> and could have. And Bill Guthridge. <laughs> he, 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 had a, he had a mean streak now, what? Coach Guthridge. But Bill Guthridge, one of the nicest people that's ever lived, and he was livid. Uh, but anyway, so after the game, Coach K was in a little ante room, and it, it was in the Hoosier Dome, you know, this gigantic mm-hmm. building. And so the locker rooms were huge. And he was in a little coach's locker room. And as soon as the buzzer went off, there was like this feeling of relief in the locker room. And everybody felt it, that, that there wouldn't be a Duke Carolina game to decide the national championship. And Coach K, I, I, I remember him tearing out of that 
little ante room. And he kind of snapped everybody to attention. He said, it is not okay for us to lose because they lost. You know, and, and I was thinking, oh my God, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a sigh of relief, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 you know, didn't have to worry about the extra stuff that went along with it. And, uh, and th- that's, that's going to be a very real factor. Like Coach K talks about human nature all the time. You know, like when you, you know, you beat a team the last time you're playing a revenge band, game, you, know, you got to fight human nature, you're on a winning streak, you know, fight human nature, all that stuff. Um, and you talk about human nature in this thing and, and you can't help but think about this game is more than, you, you know, more than just a final four, just a final four game. It's more than a, a, the next step in a national championship. Like there's, there, there's going to be more riding on this for, for a lot of people and how do you keep that from being something that makes the players tight or feel different? Or, and I don't know the answer to that one. That's that's going to be a psychological well, challenge. The players were out there when he said that was unacceptable. Mm. On, on, yeah, on Coach K senior back, night, did you hear that? Like he kind of walked that back and said the result was unacceptable, not the team or not the team, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's, but but the feeling, yeah, you're right. Like yeah. the feeling, you know, it hit everybody. The yeah. magnitude of that. that now, game. Let me ask you guys this. Coach K senior night, obviously Cameron. He's had a lot of senior nights. I know. (laughs) We talked about that. Is he had senior night against Carolina? Now it's senior night again. Every night senior night. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so like, like, it was a fiasco. Right, the ninety players and Mm -hmm. and and everything. How how different will this atmosphere be? Because there is some finality to it. Also, like, will this even take this thing to, or have they gotten past that? Like they've been through it enough. Where now it's. It's like go time. Let's go. I would I would hope that it's like go time because like like Bill Self uh, talks to his team all the time about ball out, man. Yeah, I mean, that like we're talk- we're going to be disciplined in what we do, but ball out and uh, you know go have fun. Like this is what we've always dreamed of, type of thing. Like don't hold anything back. Um, and, and look, I, I'm not claiming that I know the right answer here in the Duke versus Carolina thing in the Final Four. It's never happened before. So, but, but, but the idea that there's not baggage attendant to this is not true. There is, it's just a question of like, how do you handle it? Do you address it? Do you not address it? Yeah. Do you say, Hey, this is the way we do things. You know, we played them before. all this stuff. It's just going to have a, uh, the temperature level is going to be higher and that's okay. I mean, you know, that's what we always claimed we wanted and yeah. now we got it. But those, those players on both, both sides of, <laughs> of, uh, you know, fifteen five oh one um, are going to feel it, and they may feel it in different ways. And and who knows? Maybe it fuels them. Uh, maybe it, it sphincters them. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know the yeah. answer. And and part of that's delicious is that we don't know. We're going to get to watch it. And we don't, you know, we don't have to go through it. We just get to watch it. The stakes are going to be so much higher. Uh, I, that's going to be. I think the intensity level is going to be oh, way. Cool. I mean, just off the charts. I'm curious to know is Ticketmaster going to be able to regulate prices or are they going to do what happened and and Cameron (laughs) such a weird some tickets going for like five G's Uh, oh it's it's going to be unbelievable I mean it's like just the whole environment around the game Mm -hmm. uh, is going to be the final four on steroids Mm -hmm. I mean I mean really I mean it's it's the only way to describe it just with everything you know with Coach K and Mm -hmm. Duke Carolina first time ever uh, what's at stake the two games were so different in terms of how they were played. I mean, there's so many storylines, and 
we talked about this before the game day show. Like the Carolina people walking around going, you know, we ruined Coach K's senior night. Everything's going great. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, oh, boy, here we go again. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. could ruin the whole yeah. summer. But how about this one? So how about this one? My guess is the first game is going to be Villanova, Kansas. Yeah. So the winner of that game, let's say just for argument's sake, because we picked Kansas, uh, that Kansas wins. Isn't that going to be great for Kansas? They're going to go, have your Hatfield-McCoy thing and wear yourselves out. Mm-hmm. We'll see the oh, winner gonna, on Monday. Agree. Couldn't I agree mean, more. And, yeah. and how many times have we seen it where we said, all right, the winner of this game is going to win the whole thing, and then the other the team on the other side wins it? Um, you know, Remember back even, even back in the day when Louisville-Houston in 83 played – and and they remember they had that dunk fest like the doctors of dunk took on Elijah Wan Drexler, you know Michael Young and mm-hmm. and you know, Larry Mishaw and all that stuff and they had that dunk fest and then NC State winds up winning the whole thing. NC State and Georgia played in what what everybody kind of treated as the JV game <laughs> and then NC State winds up winning it. Yeah. Um, you know who knows? Oh, yeah. But but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being those other two teams saying you guys you guys have your fun. Mm-hmm. We'll see you Monday night. Oh, there's no doubt about it. it, it look, it, the whole the whole event's going to be great, and we're excited. Obviously, yes. I mean, think about it. The season is down to you know a week, and we're going to crown a national champion, and uh, everyone's gonna, not only going to be able to see it, but feel it and experience it. Like you know, like I think it's actually to me, it's and it's very sophomoric. It's not closure to everything we've been through the last two years. But in a lot of ways, it is closure in that we're closer to normal and here yeah. we're celebrating. Celebratory. Uh, celebratory college basketball yeah. and, and crowning a champion and letting them actually enjoy the celebration mm-hmm. of it all. And after a great Monday night, I have a tea time on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I'm you, excited about it because I've never been to a Final Four. You've never been right? to a You've Final never Four? I've never been to a Final Is Four game. Right? It'd be my first time. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think I think to commemorate that, to celebrate it, you should pick up the check for dinner. I got you. Here we go. All yeah. right. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Another first. You've never done that either. <laughs> Fonz in, in Durham. Pizza's on Fonz. <laughs> well, can't wait. <laughs>